Listener Production. Like finding that op shop bargain. Ka-ching. These boys come pre-worn. And maybe need a wash. Oh my word. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, you know, everyone was very excited to see the Socceroos qualify for the World Cup a couple of mornings ago. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm an old goalkeeper. I love nothing more than a uh, penalty shootout, but I was a little bit... Little bit uh, disappointed when I saw the schedule for the World Cup. We got, we got some early mornings, mate, that we're going to have to be. Oh, time zones. Yeah, you didn't Damn think about it. that, did you? See, there's one game, Australia versus France, which will be which is six a.m. Okay, so that's doable. Then there's another game, which is nine p.m. on a Saturday. That'll be Ooh, the fun one. Prime time. Right? That is the sweet spot. So, did we already know who we're in a draw with? Yep, France, Tunisia, and Denmark. Uh, and the Denmark game is at three in the morning. And but but I mean, also just every day. The games start at 9 p.m. and finish at like 6 a.m. We we couldn't be in a worse time zone, mm. right? But um, but I was looking looking at some of the stories coming out regarding if you were thinking about going to the World Cup in Qatar. Give you a little quote here. Uh, speaking to Sky News, this is uh, news.com.au. Speaking to Sky News, England fan CJ Joyner from Coventry hopes to make the trip with his family, uh, but says if you go on Booking.com or Airbnb now. You were talking fifty or sixty grand for a month in an apartment. Yeah, if only the people who built the stadiums got paid that much. <laughs> okay. Look, I'm staying out of this one. I don't need. I don't need to. Well, I should hope so. Have some mysterious accident disappear. Well, I should hope so, Matthew. But those prices <laughs> are a little bit mind blowing. As is the fact that Matthew O'Kind will bring out for us later on, hopefully, um, as part of. The segment Mind Blown. Yeah, well, I've actually got a fact this week that is right up your alley, Alex Dyson. It's all about how to save money. Oof, finally something <laughs> I can relate to. <laughs> In this episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, hope you are well, whatever you're up to. Let's get started. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Matt O'Kine, you're a good boy. I know you would never litter. No, I feel I feel too guilty about it. I I mean I can't even remember. There was something recently where I where I like I was unwrapping something and a little bit of it came off, and then I got caught in that two minds where I was like, I could get away with this, just leave it. Yep. But then I then I thought I just can't. I can't do it. That's good. That's good stuff. Keep everything in the uh, the right place. Reduce the waste, but it's still out there. People do still throw stuff on the ground. You see stuff around. God, I, man, I hate it when I see someone just it's a pet peeve. out and out litter. Like I, yeah. I'm just like, you good, good mate. <laughs> yep. Like I just can't. I just can't believe that people happily do it. Yeah. Like, I just can't wrap my head around it. That's all. Mm, exactly. But people are trying. They're trying to wrap their head around why people might not put rubbish in bins, and um, Sweden at least have come up with one solution. In that's it's not sexy enough. And so what oh. they've done, and this is real in Sweden, for a couple of bins in Sweden, they've given them audio messages that when you open the front of the bin, <laughs> that sexily encourage people to put rubbish in them and, and close them. Like, honestly, this, this is what it sounds like. Mm, So, roughly translated, the first one goes, come back quickly and do that again. 
And the other one is, ooh, yeah, right there. That was crazy good. <laughs> what? I mean, the thing is, when you're already, when you're close enough to the bin, this is more of a reward than to entice people to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you, people are already at the bin opening it up and putting their rubbish in to then get this message. I, if people feel like I'll throw this on the ground, actually, maybe <laughs> I'll just go over to the bin and pop it in because it's and get a, a little uh, bit of affirmation, a little bit of sexy affirmation. Could be it. Well, have you, I mean, someone would have had to write them. That's a, that's a weird brief, isn't it? Yeah, write, write some sexy lines. Can you write some sexy messages for the, for the bin? Well, the good news is we're getting the jump on it here in Australia because I think this could be a way to, to clean up Australia. I mean, we do it every year um, on a single day, but I reckon we could clean up Australia by getting a little bit dirty when it comes to bins. So here is our all-day breakfast suggestions of what some Australian bins could say. Ooh, yeah. Recycle my soft plastics into some hard rubbish. Oh, crikey. One man's trash is another man's pleasure. Mmm, mmm. I want to give you some trash rash. <laughs> I was going to say trash bash rash. Trash bash rash. <laughs> Rub, 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 rubbish. <laughs> yeah, you'll be glad to know that I use extra large bin liners. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Prepare your ears and your loins because Australian bins are about to get a whole lot sexier <laughs> courtesy of Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. All day breakfast. Yeah. Well, Matt was lucky enough to go along to a gig the other day, um, which I mentioned, Ooh. down at the Wombats. Great, great times. Old um, Korean Wheat Bix, Kyron Wheatley getting up on stage to dance in the Wombat suit, which people really, really um, enjoyed. Um as well as that, I had a pretty weird experience where a friend was also at the gig mm. and put up an Instagram story and I was in the front of that Instagram story. So I like took a screenshot and circled it. I'm like, there I am. I'm at the, I'm at the, gig. I'm at the gig too. You saw me. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. That's the beauty of like, you know, things slowly sort of uh, opening back up again, events starting to happen. You get, you get those uh, moments that nobody could expect. I remember my doing a stand-up show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival a few years back, and um, just in the middle of a uh, my like a joke, this there's like a bit of commotion towards the front of the audience. I'm like, is everything okay? And uh, this girl just says, "Oh, I uh, I just fainted." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And then and then and then she, and then she like sort of stood up and hobbled over to the aisle, the side aisle. And then just like sat up against a wall, and she's like, "I'm fine now, though." And I was like, "Do you need to? Do you need to go to the hospital?" She goes, "No, no, no, I'm okay. I just need a few minutes to get better. Keep going, though. This is really good." <laughs> I'm like, okay. I just kept doing the show, and then eventually she was fine, and like got up, and at the end of the show, walked out. I was like, "Do you remember fine. what the material was straight afterwards?" <laughs> where you had to go, "Okay, well, um, no, I haven't. I'm sure it was something, uh, something." 
childish. <laughs> Gigs are a great place to experience all sorts of beautiful art, but as, as you mentioned, Matt, weird things do happen. So we did ask what your weirdest gig experience was and had uh, plenty of feedback. Yeah, that's right. Scarlett got in touch with us, said running to catch a set, jumped over a crest, straight through a gate and into a pile of horse shit. Oh, yikes. That, yeah, that's no good. <gasps> Who took their horse to the gig? Horses really can get away with pooping anywhere, can't they? Dogs, no. Exactly right. Horses need to check their privilege when it comes to this sort of thing. Um, Mason, being fully sober during the Matt and Alex rave, yet feeling higher than ever on good vibes. I tell you what, oh, those were some vibes. They the were raves. red hot, those raves. Uh, Ryan said at Unify, someone broke into my tent in the middle of the night, did a poop, and then left. Oh, what is going on with people? Oh, man, is this feces-free Friday? <laughs> no, it can't be. This is terrible. This is this is pretty rough, but hopefully it wasn't a horse as well, Ryan, because we all know what they're <laughs> up to. Um, Jess has gotten in touch as well. G'day, Jess. Hi, how are you going? Good, thank you, Jess. Now, someone went after the electric equipment at a gig. Yeah, so I was working um, tech crew at a festival, and this guy came up, and I don't know what was going on with him, but he started peeing all over the electrical equipment. <laughs> What? And then, <laughs> a guy or horse? Is every story about poops and wheeze. It was definitely a guy. And then I told him, I was like, dude, the toilets are that way. And then he started walking away. And then I turned my back and he was there peeing again. On the what? electrical stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Was he was he cooked? I mean, look, because this is so this is quite strange because someone else texted in as well um, regarding these this kind of thing and said. Saw a guy whip it out, take the hat off his head, piss in it, and then put it back on his head. <laughs> what is what? wrong with people? Without emptying? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know why. It's a golden shower cap. <laughs> Bill the beer guy says, I also saw a couple have full-on sex during Closer at Nine Inch Nails. Well, that, that makes sense. <laughs> You know, you want to do something like an animal. That, that makes perfect sense. Um, so, look, I mean, this, I don't know if I want gigs to come back, to be honest, with all this stuff that people are talking about. Jess, thank you very much for getting in touch. I hope that the, uh, I hope it didn't ruin any of the equipment. No, look, one thing shorted, but it came back to life. <laughs> oh, great. Well, that's, that's good. I'm, I hope no one had to go in there with... Bare hands and fix anything up. <laughs> Gonna have to put this entire speaker stack in rice now. Um, yeah. No good. Well, thank you very much, Jess. We'll catch you later. Thanks. Bye. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Wait, Moto Kine, what are you doing with that gunpowder? Mind blown. Oh, blown. You're going to blow something up with the gunpowder? Yes, bro. Your mind. Hey, and this gun, go. this gunpowder is a fact. <laughs> that is just a, uh, a big old grey pile of factoids here for you. You take a look at um, the most interesting facts through the week. Delicately select them like a tuna fisherman and um, bring them out for our entertainment. What have you been looking at this week? Well, look, this is lives in the world of extreme frugality. Have you ever heard of extreme frugality? Mate, Ian Dyson is my dad. Have <laughs> you ever heard of it? I am it. I live in that world. I embody it. 
Come on, son. <laughs> I just so, bought some pots this week, saved $194 on a single how? purchase. Because I practice extreme frugality. Well, there is, I mean, there is a lot. <laughs> there is. A, do you actually use the term? Like, are you aware of it? <laughs> I got a tattooed on me right now. <laughs> no. No, I don't. But, so um, there's obvious things that people do, you know, buy in bulk. All yep. right. Uh, bulk make your meals. There are other little things where it starts getting a little bit more, like there's, you know, extreme frugality clubs where people can share tips. So yep. other things are stuff like um, your kettle is more, uses less energy than the stove. So if you want to soft boil an egg, do it in the kettle. Really? Right. <laughs> there's things like I that. I heard a fact that blew my mind of like if everyone in Australia only boiled the kettle with the en- enough water that they needed we would save energy for like hundreds of thousands of homes or something I like that. I have not even thought about that. So that's probably yeah. another tip. There's another. There's also things like, um, you know, if you want a free meal, don't just go dumpster diving, which is what a lot of people do because there's so much, you know, food waste. But uh, there are ma- ways to make it fun. So you can sign up to watch, be, the, be in the live audience of TV shows and they'll often give you a little snack and a drink. <laughs> so, you, so you get your Friday night entertainment and you get wow, fed and it's free. Good. So there's, there's all these nifty ways. But one of the things, if we start getting to the extreme frugality uh, measures, one of the tips that I saw, which I found quite interesting, is if you want a, a new calendar, right, extremely frugal people should consider buying a calendar that is from 1994 <laughs> because it has the exact same days and dates as a 2022 calendar. Okay. So that is one tip that someone suggests. Lots of different years is there will be a year in the past. <laughs> yeah, that has exactly. I, the I same. would think that's so long ago that it would be rarer to find a 1994 <laughs> calendar than a 2022 calendar. That's. I mean, it's hard to find a calendar at all. I haven't <laughs> seen one for a long time uh, outside of my phone. But that's it. Like that's what we're talking about. Maybe diaries, same sort of thing. You know. Right. Find a so, diary from uh, that 92. Was... <laughs> So, I don't know. Look, if you can find a calendar from 1994, then uh, there we go. What do you reckon, hey? Mind blown? Is your mind blown? Um, I don't think it is blown, no. <laughs> uh, uh, come on. Wrong. <laughs> because you're right. There's, there's not many people purchasing calendar. I don't know. If you're in part of big calendar, you'd just be ruining the telephone, <laughs> wouldn't you? Or the Google Calendar or something. There would have been someone who went all in on paper calendars, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the the fireys don't, you know, they don't strip down for them that much anymore. I haven't seen one of those for a while. It has been quite a while. Well, the fireys have probably got it. They'd be better off starting an OnlyFans, to be completely honest. They'd probably actually make some coin. Look, I'm sure that they're already doing that, so uh, jump on board. Now, let's um, move on to listener mind blowns now because we always encourage you to send us a voice message, matt.and.alex, uh, get us through with a fact that will blow our minds. This week's mind blown fact comes from Emma. Hey, Matt and Alex. My brother blew my mind with this one the other day. Did you know panthers are not a real species? They are jaguars and leopards who have melanism, which is the opposite of albinism. The more you know. Mind alone. What? No way. There's no such thing as a panther. No, that can't be right. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It can be right. I'm reading it right now. Okay, so... 
Panthers are just black Either, jaguars. Yeah, black leopards or black jaguars. So it could be a leopard or a jaguar and people yes. call it a panther. That's it. So wait, the Penrith Panthers football team doesn't exist. <laughs> well, no, I think it does exist. It's just that we don't know which players are leopards and which players are jaguars. <laughs> Damn. Well, there you go. Well, if you've got any mind-blowing facts for us, please keep in touch at matt.and.alex. We'd love to hear them at any time. And they're always best in audio form. So just leave us a little voice message. But from one panther to a stinky old rat dog, this is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hey, that's the end of another episode of Matt and Alex. We will see you again tomorrow. And remember, if you'd like to get in touch, we've got an Instagram, matt.and.alex, or hit us up on the website, mattandalex.com.au. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.